to Around Comics. Chicago and Milwaukee and Oak Park and other places unknown. You're listening to Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where we talk about everything in and around the world of products, Co- products, comics. God, I can't even talk. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Brian Salazar. With me, as always, is Christopher Niesman, products, and Thomas Cater. Hey, how's it going? What's happening, boys? I uh, I survived Florida. I am back. Uh, I made it. Uh, I made it to uh, apparently an even more fucking insane state in Wisconsin. Um, so yeah, not, at least it's not Michigan where they're trying to kidnap the governor. Oh, but they were going to bring her here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I had a had a had a good little uh, good little trip last week. Got out of the out of the state, rode an airplane. That was interesting. Airports are weird right now. Um, it's so, all everything, yeah. everything's weird. Yeah, yeah. The nice thing is that there was no one on the plane trying to talk to me, and I was able to read a lot of comics. And so That's it's cool. people That's convenient. They sit. It's it is eyes forward, face mask on, <laughs> watching your device or reading. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was it was an odd uh, airplane experience. You you no breathing. Yeah, well, you flew up from Texas, right, Sal? I did. Well, I flew yeah. down to Texas. I drove. Okay, so you you have been on a plane during all this. I have been on a plane. There yeah, were yeah, odd experience. I enjoyed the flight. Down. There was like half a plane, half empty, mm-hmm. and nobody in my row, nobody in front of me, nobody behind me. It was great. This I, was this was a full like two thirds full. They're just Southwest is still doing that empty middle row, which for a single single traveler um, with you know just all carry on. I I got it was like third row, you know B group, but I was just like walk on. It's like anyone there, and they're like, nope. I'm like all right, so yeah, I was like third row. You're uh... it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there were no uh, boat parades. Boat parades. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, uh, Tori, uh, th- it was not as Trumpy down there as it was uh, four years ago. I was surprised. There were even like Biden Harris signs in neighborhoods. I was uh, a little shocked. Well, I went to Michigan yeah. last weekend. I drove to Michigan and back. My sister for the for a boat parade for a boat parade. No, yeah. my sister's sixtieth birthday uh, party, and uh, so my family and uh, I drove out there and and uh, had a wonderful time. It was a beautiful weekend, and, but it was very Trumpy. I mean, there was a uh, there were there were a lot of Trump signs and very you know very much uh, you know back in the thing. Michigan. Two, two two weeks to go till we have three months of uh, insanity and in, uh, court cases. So. It's almost over. Woo! <laughs> hey, Ken Case. Ken Case is watching. We have Ken Case saying hi. Yeah. I think people like us on our weeknight. Other yeah. than- I love it whenever my boss turns in, tunes in. 
yeah, I, I, that would be uh, weird. I don't like yeah. it. I, I, it was bad enough when my nephew is, you know, yeah. watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but but thank, thankfully we are actually. Uh, that's one of the things that we do at work is is talk about uh, geek culture and and which is which is kind of neat. I actually pass along uh, uh, TV recommendations that you give me. Uh, which speaking of, I watched uh, the first episode of Counterpart on the flight. Uh, yeah, it's Counterpart or Counterpoint. Counterpart. Counterpart? Counterpart. Did you Counterpart? Counterpart? Well, now you got... Uh, yeah, it's Counterpart. Yeah, it's Counterpart, because they have counterparts from the other dimension. Um, yeah. Um, deliberate. It's... I mean, it's it's very deliberate. It uh, is. But, yeah, I mean, it's... It definitely picks up as it moves along. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of. <laughs> okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I just started it. Annie said he misses me, so I'm. Yeah, I, I, you definitely one of the few people I miss uh, at work. Uh, <laughs> there have not been many over the years uh-huh. that, uh, that I that I missed. Before. Dude, I swore to God, a guy was riding a bicycle past me and looked like Mike Budnick. No, oh, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> There's a blast from the past. Tom's like, I have no. You would yeah, love this guy, we, Tom. What are we talking yeah. about? Yeah, the, 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 he's Mr. Conspiracy Theorist. You would love this guy. Uh, QAnon. He was a Trumper for sure. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, for, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so yeah, it's good. It's it's good to be back home. It was weird to travel. Um, it's just office still a mess you know they're still you know unpacked clothes that kind of stuff it's you definitely vacation from the vacation it's my mom went down and visited my parents and mom wanted to you know be a you know very motherly she's you know fatten up her little boy made sure there was lots of bourbon you know on hand so is your dad still smoking a lot of pot uh there's maybe a vape pen or two laying around <laughs> Not, nice. as much, not as much as they used to. No. Uh, yeah. uh, now that it's no. legal, it's not cool anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, because they're on the you know, medical for my mom's eyes. So my yeah ended up, and she's like, "Yeah, I stopped doing it because your dad's smoking all my pot." <laughs> <laughs> from medical, actually, we had that was a conversation that I had in the past week with my mother. <laughs> yeah, my parents are awesome. Well, so, um, you know, I did, uh, I did have a chance to, uh, I did go to a comic book shop in Fort Myers. It was, uh, uh, it was a nice shop and I picked up uh, Rorschach number one while I was oh, down yeah. there. I read that. What are we, are we ready to dissect that thing or just I'm having a like vodka and dub- I'm drinking two different things. Oh God. We're double fisting tonight, Tom. I'm drinking a uh, vodka and lemonade. Mm-hmm. So this is. And I'm drinking a hard seltzer that I left down here. <laughs> so just trading off between the two of them, you know. Yeah, I had a I had a white claw earlier just to wet mm. my whistle. Mm. The mango hey, one. I like it as much as the one second before we start talking. Uh-huh. I forgot my iPad, so I want to go grab it. Okay, I'll it. talk to Tom about raising children. Yeah, Tom, what's it like to raise children? It's hard. <laughs> It's hard. Difficult. You've aged a lot in the last couple of years. <laughs> I'm very old now. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I got, you can't actually, you know, my beard my is not quite so great. It's, it's not as great as you would think it would be. No, you not gotta yet. get up real close, you know, and you mm-hmm. can kind of start seeing the gray. There's a reason that I shave my head and I don't have a beard anymore. It's all gray. It's, it's all gray. It is. It is all gray. No, um, I managed to not. Uh, I got a little bit since the you're pandemic. not brushing. You're not brushing the color in yet. Oh no 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 not <laughs> not. No. I got what? like a little bit here. How how old are your boys? My son oh. is seven, and my daughter is four. You want to say hi, Marta? Marta says hi. Hi, Marta. Hi, Marta. Mm-hmm. So, seven and four? Mm-hmm. Where's, so, my, where's my boyfriend, Sal? Um, Sal is getting his iPad, so Marta wants to know where her boyfriend is. Uh, so, you got him, what, uh, you got him, what, Star Wars now? Here like, I am, Marta. Oh, stuff? Very no, is. not yet? I love Star Wars. Okay. Very there, Okay, say, say hi. Hi, Sal. Sal. What's up? I'm not going to make this any more awkward than it already is. I know. Is. It's getting a little awkward. <laughs> Marta still wants to do the all wives around comics. Uh, my wife won't do that. No, <laughs> my wife would never. What are you going to talk about? Not us. No. Yeah, Tom's like, not well, well, I sprained my ankle the other night. All right, bye. That was <sighs> just to make Sal jealous. I know. <laughs> oh, dear. How'd you sprain yeah, your ankle? Oh, yeah. How'd you sprain your ankle? <laughs> so, Friday night, my wife's going to kill me for telling this story, but <laughs> Friday night, I, I go to the gym and I, I literally am doing jujitsu for three hours. Almost entirely straight. Like, I did I did an hour of rolling, then I did a class, then another, like, hour of rolling. I was there from, like, 5.30 till 8.30. Come home. Not a scratch on me. Perfectly fine. Eat some dinner, take a shower, have a couple of cocktails, and then I'm in bed and, uh, you know, just fooling around. And I, uh, in I, bed, fooling around. Somehow I roll off the bed <laughs> and fall and land on my ankle and sprain my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> It was not a dismount. I'll just say that it was. It was a. <laughs> that is a moment of marital bliss that will be talked about for years in your hurting your ankle for about ten minutes as I clutched my ankle in pain. I thought it might have been broken, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only sprain. But yes, it was. I felt a little foolish. Uh, you should. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. So that lived up to uh, to all the billing whenever we decided to reschedule. Which, speaking of, uh, for people watching tonight, thanks uh, for doing so. We had to push off uh, a little bit from Sunday to tonight because I was tired. I had tired. Yeah, sleepy old guy. As well, you're tired now. You know he 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 did uh, he did uh, three hours of jujitsu. I was at the curling club for like six hours on I was just- Sunday. Get sitting at home with the kids, mm-hmm. getting fat, drinking, <laughs> chasing them, chasing the children, mm-hmm. being the dad, Jim, being the dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, uh, Rorschach. Yeah. Initial thoughts, reactions. Certainly, certainly a comic book. It, it is a comic book. It has the words and pictures in it. 
What can we all agree on? <laughs> that art and lettering. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Um, I mean, first, I think we all agree that that Tom King is a is a pretty pretty good writer. So it's I, I came with, came in with the expectation that he was going to approach this with probably uh, an equal amount of reverence, but also um, not uh, you know uh, rolling out a prayer mat at the Alan Moore altar. You know that he was going to do he was going to do his own thing, and that's kind of whenever I and it's the first issue of what is going to be a how many how many issues is this a 12 issue it usually does but I don't uh, okay um yeah I mean it's it's obviously the first chapter and what's going to be a pretty a a pretty deep series but uh you know just from the trying to put the watchman baggage stuff away yeah I'm in I love a good murder mystery which is kind of how Watchmen started out. So that's, that's kind of cool. So, you know, it's, it's going to be the, the whodunit. And, um, I guess the, the spoilers here is that, uh, is that Kovac, the original Rorschach, uh, may not have actually died. I know in the original Watchmen. So that's like the big twist, right? Is that, is that he may not have actually been vaporized by, uh, Dr. Manhattan. Maybe, maybe not. I hope that's not the case. I really, I, 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 everything that we've read that Tom does is that that would be the easy, the easy plot line, and that's exactly why I don't think that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I, I kind of assume that that's a red herring. Yeah, for sure. Throwing that out there, but yeah, I mean, the it's an interesting enough story. I think my problem with it is as. I just don't understand what the point of this is. Like uh, to sell comic books. Okay. Well, <laughs> what? If that's all it is, though, I mean, I don't know. It just—I I have a problem. That's like, the point you know, of almost all comic books. Well, it is, but yeah. it, some of it shouldn't. Shouldn't some of it be uh, to tell a, a good story? And and well, and I think that I think that you can still. I, well, I, I I think that you can do both. I mean, that's I mean that's the mm. the the point of them that's the dream um, that's the dream um i mean we'll see i mean this could fall flat i mean it's there's plenty of, of great creative teams that have put out mediocre stories but you know this definitely gave me enough to to, to want to come back for more you know is it necessary you know no but is the last issue of action comics necessary you know yeah i mean no no right necessary i just i, yeah. I guess with this in particular, it's, you know, it's such a content, you know, sort of point of contention with comic book fans and, and the history of comics and, um, yeah, you know, the idea of, of like Watchmen has like this really weird, almost singular place on a, on like this untouchable mantle. And we've started over what the last, like what, five, six, seven years to see that mantle kind of encroached upon with the before Watchmen and then they do Doomsday Clock and and now Rorschach. So we've seen creators who aren't Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons kind of revisiting those characters, which was kind of like sacred ground. 
And it, I don't know. That's a good question. Do you think it deserves to be like this revered and, and like hallowed place that other creators kind of shouldn't be able to, you know, wade in those, in those waters? No, no, I don't, I don't, mm. I don't think that it needs to be sort of sacred, a sacred cow that can never be touched. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily have a problem with someone using these characters to tell stories with. Mm-hmm. Necessarily, I think what I what I have a problem with is when when it's used in a way that either one is going to potentially diminish the initial the original story, or 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 mm-hmm. or try to retell it. In some way, by telling origin stories, by telling yeah, like, you know, re- retcon, re- retconning Watchmen. You know, I don't. Yeah, it's uh, or, which I don't. I, I have a feeling this is not going to try and do that. You know, I, and it, nor 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 do I feel like the um, uh, the HBO series uh, tried to retcon Watchmen. It was well, very uh, much a. It was very much a you know continuation I don't know of it retcon it, but I think it definitely tried to. To um, reimagine it in some ways, and and mm-hmm. and it did. I think you know the Watchmen TV show. I think the the problem I have with that is that because it's on HBO and it, because it got so much buzz, you have so many people that watch it and now think that that is what Watchmen is. Is sure, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's like it's like it's like Batman fans in the 1960s. It's, you know, it's like the the Biff Bang Pow was, you know, the only Batman that they had ever been exposed to, so that was Batman. Yeah. So, for a lot of people like the HBO Watchmen series is it. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't take anything away from the, you know, I've said this many times, you know, nothing can change the original story. It is what it is. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. that story's always going to exist in that format, you know, none of this. Nothing that Tom King is doing necessarily here yeah. change anything. Even if he brings Rorschach back from the dead and and retells the, you know, yeah. the last page of of Watchmen in some other way where Dr. Manhattan doesn't vaporize him and sends him off into, you know, mm. whatever. No matter what he does, it doesn't change anything really. I, I guess what I have, the problem I have with it is I think you're, it's a trap. I think what you see in this first issue are these sort of very clever things that Tom's trying to do, um, whether it's sort of, you know, harken this Rorschach into a Steve Ditko. Yeah, all the, oh, the Ditko. I mean, that was, for people that don't know, they may not have noticed, but for people that... No, I mean, the Ditko stuff was pretty thick. We'll be back after a quick break. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels? Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. Yeah, and and just, you know, some of those sort of different things, and it it almost becomes like tropey in Mm -hmm. some 
because like you, it, there's like you can't get away from the fact of the effect that Watchmen had and the tricks that Watchmen used that were revolutionary as a sure. comic book tale. So it's very hard to get away from that. But then when you do it or you attempt to sort of do that same sort of thing, it comes off as sort of cheap. And I mm-hmm. think it, it, so that's what I mean. Like when I say, is this necessary? What is the point of this? Because I think it's a trap. I think, I think working in the, in the Watchmen universe is sort of a trap because I don't think, Listen, I think Tom King's one of the best comic book writers working today, mm-hmm. but you're never going to live up to Watchmen. It's 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 a probably a lose lose proposition. Exactly from, from, from a from a a critical and fan standpoint. I hope he's getting paid bank on this, you know, because that's you know he's a working writer, um, you know. But yeah, I, I, it's like you're never going to live up to it. And, you know, if you, if you fail at it, you're going to be, you know, kind of lambasted for that, you know, but if you, if you even get close to the sun on this one, you know, it's, it's, yeah, there's, it's a, it's a lose, it's a lose, lose, but I'm sure he approaches that from the standpoint of, I want to tell a good story with these characters and, you know, we'll see. I, I, I dug the first issue. It's I like picking out some of the you know some of the little nods that were in there and like I said you know Watchmen one of the things that makes it great is that it operates on a lot of different levels at surface level it's a murder mystery and that's I mean that's what this is is a is a you know police investigation to start with I was gonna say it's not really a murder mystery well it's a investigation it's a foiled it's a foiled assassination it's, yes yeah yeah it's. Um, I, it just read very. I mean, I'll keep reading it because I'm intri- slightly intrigued. But uh, mm-hmm. it's weird to read a, a first issue of a comic that doesn't read like a first issue. Yes, like it's doesn't have like that. I mean, that could be a good thing too. Because we'll I've talk about this one later. It's first issue. <laughs> I mean, first issues are always exciting because you don't have to answer anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's always like I can put forward all these questions, and you aren't disappointed yet. Because I haven't answered any of them. And this almost feels like definitely like the first chapter of a book as opposed to like a number one issue of a comic. Good or bad. I don't know. I guess it depends on where the rest of it goes, you know, of like. There's um, a certain, there's a certain amount of background that you need to know coming into this to to really, I think, really mine it. It's, you know, the thing that I like about a lot of, you know, I, I've been catching up on Adam Strange too as a different uh, mm-hmm. Tom King, Mitch Gerard's uh, um, book. Uh, the thing I like a lot about a lot of his stuff is how ambitious it is. In like, it has a very de- definite viewpoint, or like you can see what you can see what it's about quickly. You know, like you know. Adam Strange fairly quickly you understand it's like uh, what the tension in that story is about like here's the you know the all-american kind of the all-american hero it's sort of like a weird he's sort of like a weird version of Captain America right you know like Adam Strange had to go to a different planet to be a hero and it's kind of sad that he's constantly trying to like catch these beams to go to this place where he's a hero you know like there's <laughs> yeah. like a certain like weird like 
you know, like uh, in normal circumstances, I'm not a hero, but in this place, I am a hero. And like the, what does it mean to be a hero? You know, like you're somebody, you know, there's this other half of this character's life and like the things that he's done to be a hero, what does that mean? You know, like what does it mean to actually be these things, right? And there's a, an ambition to the story right away. And I guess with this, you know, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Like I'm not quite sure. Uh, and it just read very differently to me than a lot of the stuff that I, I've enjoyed from him where kind of early on, you're like, oh, okay. Like, not that I know where it's going, but I get like what the ambition is and like what the, um, like the thing we're talking about is. Because it's like, watch, like we talked about it with Doomsday Clock. Like if you're not going to do something ambitious, like don't, then why? Yeah. Then like, What's why tell Watchmen story? Like, what's the yeah, purpose? That's a really good point because I, I think if you look at a lot of his other work, you know, there is, you know, he's using very familiar characters, and he sort of, you know, his his thing is always he sort of twists what you expect, and he mm-hmm. reexamines those characters, whether it's Vision, mm-hmm. you, know, you sort of okay, what is it to be an android that wants a family? You know, to, to be mm-hmm. the you know this this character that we yeah the so, vision is scary he is yeah. scary he's scary yeah. <laughs> like, he's oh, like oh god which have you guys watched uh, um raised by wolves oh, oh, we, talked, we, we talked about this uh, last episode but this <laughs> it reminds me of the vision uh, the, the stuff I've seen about it about like the, the that line of like I haven't seen any of it yet but just like some of the things I've read or seen about it about like actually. You know that the line between the vision being a hero and the vision being like terrifying yes. is very thin. Like it's well, like it's actually, it's fucking creepy that yeah. he wants a well, family. That, and <laughs> that raised by wolves is, is very much about that. And 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 sort of, I mean, there's this woman. I think she's like a Swedish actress, and and uh, she plays this android character, this mother character, and she terrifying i mean she's absolutely terrifying <laughs> as she's just trying to you know trying to emulate a mother but also this incredibly powerful android and it's like even just the way the actress is phenomenal and there and the, what was that, the, yeah go, go ahead there's what the, i want to ask about another movie along those lines but go ahead uh the way she uh you know is able to sort of convey this very strained um, pleasantness, you know, like it, it's, it's mm. very much, you know, it's so well done. She does a great job of, of conveying that of, of like, she's trying to be pleasant and, and almost like a 50 housewife mother character. And then, but you can see like in her eyes, she's this close to destroying everyone that she looks at. You know what I mean? Like there's been, yeah. And she does just an amazing job of it. She's super creepy and, and terrifying of a character. And it's it's really good. It's really interesting and weird and, and very but and, and so I think you saw that with, with Vision and then you you know with Strange or with uh, Mr. Miracle. It was the same sort of thing. Like, you know, it, it was this, you know, re examining this relationship and this identity of this character who was the greatest escape artist the world has ever known. And what does that mean? Like what, you know, you can't escape life. You can't escape, you know, death, you know, what's what, you know, and, and, and his relationship with Barta and, and children and all that kind of thing. 
and then same with Doctor Strange or uh, um, Adam Strange. We have you know sort of the classic white hero, you know Lawrence of Arabia or or uh, John Carter of Mars mm-hmm. traveling you know to a foreign land and rescuing these people from savages no. that kind of thing. And he's we just we just did a book of the month on it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. but I I don't know the same. Like I feel that same sort of import with this book so far and granted it's one issue yeah and it has a lot of baggage attached (laughs) i mean i'm a huge Watchmen fan huge alan moore fan Watchmen is the you know the 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 mount rushmore yeah by itself of 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 mainstream comic books in my opinion um so anytime you're gonna play in that sandbox it's like you have a lot to live up to but that's why i once again it's like it's a trap because it's like you know, you kind of know Tom's not going to be able to, you know, he he's smart enough to do something different. So now it's just sort of like, okay, what's he going to do that's different? So it, it's weird. It's it's a weird way to go into a book and I'm trying not to, I mean, it was, it was a, it was a fine, enjoyable story so far as, as one yeah. issue, but it's like it's, so hard. It's chapter one. Head to just read it as a, as a comic book, you know, sure. you just read it as a simple issue of a comic book and judge it in that way even even like you know the art who i really like this artist yeah or hey fun yeah you know he's done some batman stuff and and he's obviously a mazzucchelli there are a lot of mazzucchelli in there a lot of mazzucchelli yeah. and and yeah. and even that sort of is like a weird tie to an era of, mm-hmm. of comics and it's and yeah i don't know it's it's I think it's more me than anything, but it's like it's so hard for me to not read this with so much attached to it that I don't know that I can ever truly. Sort it's of- it's almost a it's almost. I'm almost upset that it wasn't released as like a standalone graphic novel because waiting for this month mm-hmm. to month and trying to judge the work by individual pieces is going to be difficult. Yeah. But- it's funny because I think that's why when I watched the first episode of the Watchmen TV show, I was so surprised, you know, and whether, I mean, we talked about before, whether it fulfilled everything it wanted to do. The TV show was ambitious. Like it It was very ambitious. And like, whether you thought they pulled it off, like you saw like what, like their idea was of like we're gonna use these characters to tell like this story and like this viewpoint and it was very audacious in like how bold it was and it's like this is what this story is about then like and i think that's why it grabs so many people's attention i think because the watchman is such a trap where it's sort of like the original watchman such like a clear vision by artists of like what they wanted to talk about right and like it's clear and like meticulous and like every time you read it you're like oh yeah you know you always find new things in it but just how clear that the idea was and how executed it was to that idea and it's like oh wow that's amazing like that it is it's hard to to live up to that right to like oh, yeah you're in the shadow of yeah. like this extremely incredible thing right that like yeah rarely are there many other comics that are that 
executed well, that well to that degree and have such a clear and, and, vision. And, and, and it's a, not even that. It's now the lore of it. Yeah. And, and Tom won't understand this because he's a Packers fan, but Bears teams have talked about living up to the myth of the 1985 Chicago Bears. And it's like, think, yeah. You know. I think the Packers might have some legacies. No, what I'm saying is that is that is that he has so many championships to look back upon as opposed to us lowly Bears fans that uh, that I mean like two in my lifetime. Okay. So one more. <laughs> but both while well, I was more than, you know, I was a legal 12. You weren't 12. I wasn't 12. No. I well, I think also you know, you make a really good point Tom about Watchmen being it's so uh I'm going to use. I might be using the wrong word, but poignant in the sense that it tells you, like you said, exactly what it's trying to accomplish in the first issue. You know, mm-hmm. you know, by the the end of the first issue of Watchmen, you know exactly sort of what that comic is trying to say, or at mm-hmm. least what it's proposing. You know, like you know, you know what it, what it is asking you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily ever give you that answer. It, it's asking you to ask the question, though, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I'm not sure. You know, a that's lot. It's tough. That's really yeah. tough to do. It, but that's what a really like. I feel like that's what a really good story. I mean, they always talk about like the first chapter of a book, the first scene of a, a, a movie, like you know, and everything that I've ever read about storytelling, it's always about like the first scene, the first idea that you present to the store to the to the audience should really sum up your theme of your story in one way or another. And, 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 and that's what like Watchmen does that. Like you, you know, by the end of it, like the idea is what is the superhero? You know what I mean? Like you're, yeah. that's the question that's being proposed initially. And then you come to this and it's like, this is, is Rorschach alive? That's the question you're sort of left with. So it's like, I don't know what this comic is about. I don't, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't propose any political questions necessarily. I mean, there, that stuff is in there. Obviously there's a conservative, you know, uh, candidate for presidency. Robert Redford is the liberal president uh, currently. So that stuff is in there, but there's no, there's nothing about that in this comic as far as like any sort of. What is the big question? question? Yeah. yeah. What is, what is the question in this? What is this proposing to me? What is this asking me? to look at as a as a reader and that goes back to what we've talked about for the last few weeks of like the perspective of and i think tom does this he usually does this so extremely well in his books like you know in in adam strange by the end of the first issue you know exactly what he's asking you know is 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 adam strange a hero or is he not like that's the the mystery we're going to try and figure out well it this this and to that point, this really kind of read like a prologue to me. And yeah. so, you know, it's like maybe issue two is where that, that I mean, does that make any sense? This kind of felt yeah, like a I prologue? Mean, it, also, it just feels like it's written like a, like, not like a comic book, almost in a way, yeah. where it's yeah. sort of like, oh, uh, like I got to the end and I was like, oh, that's the end of the first issue. You know, like, it's <laughs> like... By, by the by the way, it's so not a I, bad way. It just was like I literally got I got to the end and I was sort of I'm you know you're used to like yeah, the rhythm bad. and pace yeah it's like you're used to the pace of like a comic book where you get to the end of the first issue and it's like oh 
that's well, just, I, you know, and it's like this one. It's like he might be alive, and it's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And it's like I got, I got, I got to the assassination scene, and I flip the page, and I keep reading, and I'm like, holy fuck, Shazam is in this. <laughs> And I'm like three panels in. I'm just like, oh god damn, it's a Snickers commercial. Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> you screwed up. Damn. Yeah. No hey, was- air- airplane. Re- airplane reading, man. <laughs> I mean, it's still a, a very good comic. I think I'm just judging it on such a high. Anytime you put Watchmen on, you know, on the preface sure. of a comic, I'm going to judge it on an extremely high level. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like it's like Citizen like, Kane too. Yeah, you know what I the mean. The Return, <laughs> Rosebud's Revenge. <laughs> How did Rosebud get built? Rosebud. What happened <laughs> before Rosebud? Before before, before Rosebud Kane. before Kane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was one one of several books I read. I also read Three Jokers number two. Yes, let's talk. <laughs> Which, by the by the way, um, Sal and I, Sal and I have have completed. I'm throwing you under the bus, Tom. Sal and I have completed our homework. We have both I'm read Batman White Knight. So next week, when Tom if is done, I knew we were gonna. I would have pushed myself to finish okay. it. You it's know what? Mean. It's it's a fine wine, man. Just don't. Yeah, don't chug it. It's all right. We'll yeah. talk about it. We'll talk about it Pace on Sunday. Yourself. Here's what like I three fourths of the way through. Mm-hmm. Here's what I can say about Three Jokers number two is that when you asked me, Chris at the beginning of the show asked me if I read it, I don't. You said remember. I think so. I did read it. I did. Yeah. It. I don't remember that I read it. It's it's kind of it's it makes I I have a hard time describing exactly what I truly think about it. Because I read it and I'm kind of like, it is kind of unintentionally funny. Some of it can be. Where it's like Batman's got the two file folders. One's like missing clowns and one's like missing criminals. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. How can you look at that panel? And not think it's a joke. It's like, ah, yes, I have to cross-reference my missing my missing clubs file but missing criminals file because if anyone has like, that it's batman right it's also like this crazy thing where i'm like is anyone gonna explain to me the difference between the three jokers before we get done like thank you like, thank you up? i'm just like they're all the same <laughs> goddamn joker <laughs> Like I still don't know why. What's you know, it's like it's like what would have been. I I would have loved this so much more if there was a fucking Caesar Romero in there. You know, it's like Fourth give me Joker. three Jokers because these are all the same ass Joker. <laughs> the, the art's great again. Oh, Fabix, like, awesome. Like, the the art's great, but like the story itself is so strange. Yeah, and I'm like, am I missing something? Did I? Did so yeah, I'm not. The, I'm not the only one. It's like I can't really tell the Joker's apart, or I'm also like, or like, I feel like I missed a chapter where I'm supposed to know the difference between the clown and the comedian. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm yeah. sure I kind of get maybe what the criminal is, but I'll be mm-hmm. honest. Clown and comedian's a pretty thin line <laughs> for me to be like. Yeah. And it's like a. I'm 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 trying to. Look, I think 
I think what he's doing is like the clown is is sort of the original Joker, and then the comedian <laughs> is the Alan Moore because he was a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And they've mentioned that they've referenced that he was a yeah. failed. But then the criminal is like, <laughs> when <laughs> is that? Is that he's just the one that killed Jason Todd, right? But is he? Because I, I had a hard time figuring out which one. This to me is like the thing about this story that's kind of crazy is like the the, the idea like there's three jokers and we've skipped to the part where you're like, ah, these are the three jokers, and we're now getting to, like, the conclusion of the three jokers without any of the stuff that's, like... There's just three of them. Well, one of them's dead now, so there's only only two. So there's two. I think you've really hit on the the problem with this, is that the entire story is just when are we going to get to the point where you reveal (laughs) why the fuck there are three jokers? <laughs> Why are there three? And what's the yeah. difference? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's done. I think the story's over. It's like that's the whole point of it, I guess. I don't. I don't. And it it almost reminds me of like a like a weird Frank Miller story, where like, <laughs> right where it's like takes himself a little too seriously, a little, but so seriously that it's almost goofy. You know, where it's almost like, is this for real? Batman's got a file about missing clowns? You know, like, he's just like, got them both open. Or, you know, like, we're going to make Jason Todd the third Joker. No, we're not. Actually, that's not going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. Spreading all this, like, it's just so... Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a, a weird, weird. It's a weird. It's a weird. It's a book. weird story. Yeah, it's a really weird. I did. I and I did like the character moments with Barbara and Jason. I thought those were. I thought those were nice. You know, it's it's. Jason Todd kind of seems to be the central character in this in a lot of ways. Uh, sure. And, you know, does the world need another Jason Todd redemption story? But that kind of yeah. seems to be where we're going. I guess. Who knows? So, Maybe we'll find out there's three Jason Todds. That would no, that would be wild. One for each Joker. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm kind of assuming there's a there's you know, Barbara's gonna have a larger part later on and, and that'll be more about the comedian well no, he's dead, right? Wait. I don't, see I can't even Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. which one like Yeah. The next episode will probably be about Barbara coming to terms with you know, how many issues is this? I would imagine three would make sense, right? I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like, did this second issue read like a you know second act? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, if they had killed, if they had killed another Joker, I'd be like, all right, one to go. I guess we're be the next, one. Yeah, I would. One more like, issue. Hey, yeah. This is a structure. We're killing one an issue. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, because we're we're murdering a Joker every time we. Well, this is the the sad, sick part of being a comic book fan is that I'll buy the next one out of morbid curiosity, but also because of Favik's art because it yeah. is still fucking pretty to look at. I just want to know where yeah. what what this weird ass story. What is, is. what is this about? <laughs> it's 
what is happening in this? Or yeah. it's like, yeah, we're gonna get Joe Chill in this too. It's just like a weird. Oh God, yeah, that Jeff was John's like fever dream. Like I'm gonna get everything. <laughs> like the the when Batman went to like confront Joe Chill, and he like <laughs> had the moment where he. He had to like clear his throat so that he wouldn't talk to him. Like you know, it's like really at this point, Batman's like intimidated by Joe, like a seventy-year-old Joe Chill. Like he can't. That's the part that made me feel like this is a weird Frank Miller kind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, unintentionally like, funny. Like just this, like wait, what? What are we doing? Like, I like, uh, <clears throat> we need to talk now. <laughs> it's. It's I like think, I think that like Snyder has sort of like gotten to the point where <laughs> every time he writes something, it has to. But he of, didn't write this. Who wrote it? Jeff Johns. John. What? This is Jeff Johns. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was Scott Snyder. No, no. Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, John? Stay away. Stay away from Batman. You suck at Batman, dude. Like I, I, I thought this was. You thought it was Scott Snyder. That's hilarious. <laughs> this is really bad. Man. This is worse than I thought. That's hilarious. <laughs> this is. Yeah. It's. It's. Um. Yeah, I, I'm going to read the next one because I'm like, what? What? What's going to happen? It's almost this? it's almost morbid curiosity at this point. But I can't say I hate it. It's it is morbid curiosity. It's kind of like watching Below Deck. I mean, it's insane. I mean, I'm just look flipping through it. The missing clowns, missing. Cr- <laughs> I was like, for for real? That's <laughs> ah, the criminal. Put that in there, the you clown. Put- the can the comedian. Mm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Did we talk about this last week? Speaking of Scott Snyder, we did. We did. It's awesome. Well, I know we touched on it. I don't know. Did we talk about it? Uh, I don't know. Have you guys read the the new American Vampire? Are you guys? First of all, I I don't even know if we've talked about. Are you guys American Vampire fans? I've read some of it. I haven't read. Yeah, me too. All of okay. American yeah. Vampire stuff. Yeah, it's like in my top three last fifteen year, you know, ongoing series. I thought it was, it's 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 damn near a perfect comic for me from beginning to end. And this nineteen seventy six is just a nice continuation. Perfection. Of it. Well, it's you know there are eight volumes of the of the the series, and they've taken a good healthy uh, time off. And it's the thing about this is that you can you know slot in stories or extend them because they're they're immortal or they're vampires so um yeah convenient awesome yeah so i mean they can kind of keep going however long they want um not a tv show yet that's what i don't understand like oh god it's such perfect tv show yeah i don't understand how somebody has not made that into a tv show because it just seems like it would make so much because you could do any era you can mm-hmm. I mean like you have so much freedom episode to episode to sort of jump around and do it you know whatever you want and, and yet still have a, a thread running through it um yeah it just seems like a a, a mis- tailor made yeah. yeah i'm still i'm still shocked that scalped isn't a tv show 
Well, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it's been talked about and thrown around touchy, out there. I think that's a touchy one, maybe. Sca oh, okay. In this day and age, it might be a difficult production. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Didn't they make a pilot of it? Did they? I the, I, it was, I think it was out there. I think it was optioned at, at one point. It may have even gotten to a to a to a pilot point. Um, yeah, for WGN. Oh, really? yeah. By uh, w, w, WGN uh, um, uh, national, the national GN. Yeah. Oh, because they had they had they had been doing a lot of original original content. No, they passed on it. This is in two thousand seventeen. Okay, so, yeah, it's not that long ago. I did finish Cobra Kai. Season two. Ooh. You're right, Sal. They broke my fucking heart. I told you they would. They broke my. They broke my heart. Yeah. You got. Why you got that last. Uh, that last episode was a little bit of a bummer. So uh, apparently January, it's a new season. Hopefully, is what I've heard. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how any of it's getting done. I need to know how. What happens to Miguel? You know, TV at some point. Hmm? We're going to run out of TV at some point. Yeah, then it's just going to be all garbage reruns. It's, it's, be, Tyler, it's just going to be, uh, what's his name? Tyler, I can't think of the guy's name. The guy who does all the, the, the oh God, what's his Medea. name? Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be, because somehow he like just made his own production studio lot where he can just film all. He of can his make 12 movies a year, you know? Yeah, so. He, he's got it all quarantined, and, <laughs> and so that's all we're going to have, anything he comes up with. Did you guys read, um, there was an image book that came out, I think it was last week, called uh, The Department of Truth, uh, oh. written by James Tinian IV, with art by Martin Simmons. Did I read it? No? I did not. It sounds cool, though. Really good. It was a really interesting book. It was... It was um, uh, very much about conspiracy theories, but mm -hmm. in a, you know, in a sort of X filey, you know, fictional way. Um, uh, it it uh, the first issue deals a lot with uh, the Kennedy assassination, um, and I don't want to give a lot of it away because it's uh, you know it's a lot of it is sort of like surprise mysteries things, but it, it's about a guy. Uh, who kind of gets wrapped up in a conspiracy, and then he ends up working for this agency that whose job is to basically um, enforce the truth, if that makes any sense. Okay. It, the, the truth is kind of malleable, uh, which is a really interesting you know concept in this day and age. Sure, yeah, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, but this is more alternative like, facts. Well, but in a, in a, like think of it in sort of a science fiction way where okay. like the more people believe something, the more it's true. Where perce perception actually does become reality. Yeah. Perception okay. actually becomes reality. So they have to fix reality sometimes or make the truth. They have to, they have to enforce the truth, which I think is a really interesting concept. for a That book. is a very neat concept. Yeah, it's 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 really good. The first issue was really interesting, really entertaining. The art was really good. It, it's it's a 
it's um, kind of a a little Bill Sienkiewicz-y, a little like um, what's the guy that did Thirty Days a Night? Uh, Temple Smith. Little Temple Smithy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, really good though. Like really, really, really like a little combination of, like Sienkiewicz and Temple Smith. So. It, it has that like painterly, but a lot of white, a lot of scratchiness and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was a really, I, I would suggest picking it up. It was a very cool first issue. Okay. Um, and a, and a, an interesting concept. Um, uh, and the main character is, is, you know, kind of a guy thrown into, uh, you know, this world accidentally. And, and the, I think he's, he, you know, like a, a professor or something, but, um, uh, it was it was it was interesting because they throughout the whole thing they play with different conspiracies and they kind of reveal that some things were real and some things were faked and and twist and play <laughs> with that thing throughout the whole book. So it's 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 pretty fun, but it has a it has a kind of an X Files feel to it too, to some okay. degree. Because um, and that just, art style would fit with that. Yeah, really yeah, well. it works pretty well. It's a uh, yeah, I think like what was that series uh, a few years of the Green Wake, um, kind of had that that feel to it. And I'm trying to I think. think. I don't remember. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah it's right in here. Somewhere. Pretty cool book. Pretty 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 interesting book. I, I'm looking forward to the second issue, for sure. Cool. Um, did you guys check out Cable Number One? No, I didn't. Can't say that I did. Really good. Yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's uh, normally I wouldn't I wouldn't touch it with a with a ten foot pole, but uh, it's written by Jerry Duggan with uh, Phil Noto art, and they've uh, they've done projects together before that I realized they did what Infinite Horizon was that the mm-hmm. Jerry Duggan Phil Noto book several years ago before they both kind of went off and and did some other you know higher profile projects. So I always like them as as a team. And, um, and so I'm just like, yeah, you know, for, for Jerry and Phil, I'll, I'll try this one out. Um, it's, it's really, it's funny. It is. Um, I have no idea about X-Men continuity right now of what the hell is going on. I haven't caught up. Huh? No one does. Yeah. It's, um, so apparently this is teenage cable. So and I didn't know that Teenage Cable was a thing in the X Verse right now, but apparently it is. So this is this is Teenage Cable um, in the current X Verse on Krakoa, and um, it kind of reads like a um, Saved by the Bell with Cable and his his ex friends getting into trouble. So there's a little bit of a little bit of a new mutants vibe to it, mm-hmm. but you know, Cable is kind of like the big man on campus. Uh, he, he, you know, he says, "I've got a double date," and you know what he means is that he's actually going on on a date with uh, I think it's Pixie and oh, it's Jubilee or some someone like that. Um, you know, so he's you know dating two girls at the at the same time on the same date, kind of, you know, high school jock thing. Mm-hmm. And he's Johnny from Cobra Kai. Um, you know, you know, fighting Wolverine in a, in the, the arena 
the mutant arena in Krakoa, and uh, and then the quarry, I believe. The quarry, yes, the quarry, and then one of the younger mutants there on on the island uh, comes up to him and it's like, "Hey, me and my friend were out running around, and he went somewhere he's not supposed to because of this island of monsters, and I need you to go find him." And so it's about them going and finding. Uh, uh, this other mutant, and I'll get a little spoilerific on you. Um, all of a sudden, uh, there are space knights, like from Rom, the space knight, and so the space knights are going to be a part of the series. And I was sitting there, Marta is watching, you know, TV, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" And she's like, "What?" I'm just like, what? "Honey, space knights." <laughs> And she's like, I don't know what that is. I was like, Rom, you don't know who Rom is? And she's like, I have no idea what these words that are coming out of your mouth. (laughs) Hey, Google, look up divorce attorneys. (laughs) (laughs) Space name. So so you've got, so you've got like young, uh, you know, young buck on, on campus, you know, big man on campus, teenage cable with his uh his ex-friends and they're gonna be either fighting or teaming up with we don't know yet uh space knights so it was it was a lot of fun i i enjoyed the heck out of it i'm interested now to go back and and start reading um the new mutants stuff after tom you talked about that last week and then now this so it's uh it's not fun and i have no idea where young cable came from I don't know, Teenage Cable sounds like it should be a punk band. Teenage Cable. Yeah. <laughs> I told I told Marta about our uh, our our men's uh, uh, romance novel podcast idea of, of bulging trousers. Bulging. <laughs> and she's like, "That's amazing, and you absolutely need to do that." And I'm just I like, know it's, how we. How do we do that? What do we have to do to make? We that? have we have we have to read romance uh, novels and talk about them. God, come and on. I was like, I don't think that's going to happen, honey. <laughs> People do not want me to ruin romance novels for them. <laughs> it's bad enough I shit on comics on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have time to read romance novels. It's no. yeah. My my wife, on the other hand, can read copious amounts of of. Of, of this stuff. She's like, I just read a 300 page novel. I didn't like just because I'm sitting in on a, on a, a, a live cast of an off author. I like, I'm just like, you dedicated that much time for something oh, that you wow. didn't like. So, I just read like 22 page stories. <laughs> exactly. I just read three jokers and get to the end. And I'm like, I don't what's that. What the, what's happening? What happened? I don't understand this. How long does it take you guys to read a 22-page comic? Um, depends how much, on how much I get interrupted. How long? Um, I try not to read them as fast as I possibly can. Me too. Um, because it's like, okay, this thing cost me, you know, four bucks or five bucks or whatever it is. Uh, somewhere in between, you know, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, half hour-ish. So it's I'll I'll really kind of try and you know actually enjoy it. You're uh you're really uh savoring it. I t- well, this is also you know being interrupted, 
going and you know getting a cup of tea you know coming back to stretching it stretching out yeah yeah <laughs> getting your blankets and your shawls gotta light some candles um no i'd say i'd say yeah probably 20 minutes uh, a comic i try and spend let's see it's like 15 i don't know i, I guess i gotta put, yeah. i'll pay attention next time and see yeah i mean i don't put a stopwatch on it no i was yeah me either i i kind of pay attention but not really i but i'm like you like i i try to i try and actually slow myself down to I saw you read a, an issue of The Walking Dead by my desk whenever we worked together, and you read that thing in like ninety seconds. And you're well, like, "Yeah, this is trash." <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take me that long. Oh, somehow Tom got muted. What happened? Hold on, Tom. I muted. Tom. You. Oh, you you muted yourself, Tom. <laughs> um, now what is Tom doing? There he is. My, my, my headphones died. Oh, uh, okay. Tom what? has muted himself. I I do have a bad habit sometimes of reading books. If I don't, I really don't like. If I'm not interested in the art, I will just breeze through the like. I'll take a general like snapshot of the page. And then I'll just read the dialogue and move on to the next page. Like I don't even, I don't even pay attention to the page. You are cliff noting your comics. <laughs> but if it's like, well, but like Batman White Knight, you know, not that we're not not to talk about. Yeah, you kind of need to pay attention to some. Well, stuff. not only that, but like he's such a good artist that it's oh like, yeah, I can get lost in a page and just be like. Oh, look at that, you know. I love how he draws noses, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, especially like, that dude likes to draw cars. Like, he fucking draws some cars, man. And, 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 uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it, it all depends on if I like the art or not. Because if I like the art, I can sit there and study, like, I'll sit there and study how someone is, you know, using the shading, the cross matching, like the way that they, mm-hmm. you know, use it to define a muscle, you know, like Sean Murphy, you know, I'll, I'll study his, his way of, of shading for a while, but yeah, there's times where I'm just breezing through a comic in like two minutes. I'm just like, eh, eh, this art's garbage. This is, book <laughs> <laughs> <That> sucks. <laughs> The three jokers, I probably yeah that that art was good, but the story yeah. not so good. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's yeah. I'm more of a curiosity. I'm gonna hang with it. Um, You're gonna find out there's a fourth Joker. The fourth. <laughs> that's the big twist, Tom. That's the fourth issue. Whoa. Three jokers, that, number four. If that ends up being the truth, I I don't know what I'll do. Joker. Fourth Joker, the, the fourth joke. The accountant. It's well that's when it will be Jason Todd. Yeah. Maybe it's Damien. Who knows? Four Jokers. Have to do something with a C because it's comedian, clown, and, clown and criminal. So the cook. The, <laughs> the cook. cook. The cook. He's just in the back with an apron. Mm-hmm. The chief. <laughs> the chief. Hey Chief. It's Gordon. Chief from Doom it's Patrol. Gordon. <gasps> He's the, He's the commissioner. 
Oh man, I hope it's. I hope it is that because that would just be like, what the, what the fuck? If is we call that, that that's hilarious. The commissioner's the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know you guys aren't reading. I don't think uh, Lock and Key, the the new little mini uh, series in the in in Pale Battalions Go Lock and Key. Um, yeah, nice uh, twisty. Oh, we're on a fucking flight. I know. I'm just saying it's good. Pick it up when it comes out or hoopla it whenever it's collected or whatever. But uh, a nice twist in this one that I didn't see uh, coming. And actually, I picked up the um, uh, this collection because uh, I wanted to refresh. I hadn't gotten the, uh, the Heaven and Earth, which was a lot of like the little one-shot minis that they put out, which the family that are in this uh, in, Bale, in Pale Battalions um, are referenced in in that. It's I mean, it's all legacy families. So, yeah, so Lock and Key is still good. I enjoy it. And I think it's... A, there's been... I think a stand-in artist on a couple one-shots, but it's really been Gabriel Rodriguez from the very beginning. Like all of like the the core stories, uh, he's been the the artist on. I like the TV show. I didn't get past the second episode. I may revisit, but it's just one of those that I started and and I was just like, yeah, I I for whatever reason stopped watching it. Was it good? Did it finish up all right? I don't remember. See? <laughs> See? Did you read Three Jokers this week, Sal? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. How the did third, you break your how did you break your ankle? The fourth Joker's in here. Your heart. <laughs> Joker's in my heart. <laughs> yeah. The third Joker is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> why, why are there? Why is there only one one set of set of, of, sa- of footprints? Because that was the, the. That's when the Joker carried you. That's when the criminal. <laughs> that's when the criminal carried me. Not the comedian or the clown. Hey, who's got the next pick of Book of the? Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. Who's got next? Is it me? Tom. Tom does. Okay. Yeah, because it was a uh, Starlight before this. Yeah. Oh, three jokers. We're going to read <laughs> hardcover, hardcover edition. We're going di- to dive deep into this story. I have a, I have uh my next one. I think uh, um, save it. Yeah. Okay. Just, I'm just tuck it away. Put it away in that, that, tuck it. that special place. Although I wouldn't be surprised if Tom picks it. Really? Because it's on Hoopla, and it and it just oh, it just dropped on the Hoopla. Oh, well, let me see what's new. I I'll check with you first. I don't want to see no unveiling until after we talk about White Knight. Next thing, yeah. Well, no, I I know I I respect the pick of the season <laughs> too much to the format. It's our win, it's our winner book. It's our winner book <laughs> protocol. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not interested. I don't want to ruin. Yeah. Anybody, anybody's kids uh, trick or treating this year? Speaking of the season, um, well, my kids are a little old. My mm-hmm. son probably will be running around tricking. Yeah, egging <laughs> a- 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 houses. Yeah. But that you know, it's like that toilet paper. That's that's a, that's a commodity product now. You got to be careful with that. Yeah, yeah, we're not throwing uh, throwing toilet paper around. That's that shit is precious. I uh, we were invited to a party, but I'm not sure we're going to go or not. 
Yeah. 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 What are you going to do? We're in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> It'll Watch. be over by then, won't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any oh, day yeah. now. Yeah. 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 I'm just tired of hearing about it. Everybody's tired of hearing about it. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Two weeks, boys. Two weeks. No, I got, I mean, a few other things, but um, um, I'm going to hold on to them because I got a busy weekend. I may not be able to uh, read too much. You know, it's curling season now. So, Ooh. got, uh, and I am, I am the new member chair at the curling <gasps> club. So, I've got big responsibilities. And so, Did you get yeah. like a robe with that or something? Get crown? Mm-hmm. A, a wand, I get a wand. So. <laughs> and brush you get a crown. yeah it's a, spe- it's a special broom yeah that's been wild i had my first game of the season last night and we're all distanced and wearing masks and rule changes and all that stuff so yeah it's uh it's all kind of weird but uh yeah you know it's nice to that? be out. how do you distance well, you guys gotta all be there with the brooms like one sweeper Oh yeah, wow. one sweeper. It's tough. Changes the game. It does. It does change the game. So, but yeah, we we soldiered on. So, yeah, it was nice to get out on the ice, though. I enjoyed it. Good to get out of the house. So, no broom stacking afterwards, though. No hanging around and drinking beers and talking about life. So, yeah, it's getting depressing. It is. Yeah, it is. is Stop. Yep. Over. Yep. Yep. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Okay. So anyway, we will be talking. Oh, uh, oh what's up? Uh, let's go over some. Oh, we got business. I got an email. Oh, you got an email. Okay. Yeah, I got a listener email. It's a kind of a long one, but. All right. Uh, all right. So uh, this is from Matt. He said, hi, hi, Chris, Sal, and Tom. Uh, I've just recently reconnected with your podcast after many years of being away from comics. I got into comics back in 2008 and started listening to you guys a few years or so after that. It has been a long time, so my memory is a bit fuzzy, but remember getting... Why isn't it all, for all of us? <laughs> but I remember getting into... Stop can't even remember if you read Three Jokers. <laughs> I remember getting into so many great comics at that time because of you all. I still have an original page from Fear Agent that I thought you guys got me into that series. Nice. Uh, I took a long break from comics because I was away from North America for almost a decade. Oh, wow. I got back to Canada a few months ago, and I've been getting back into comics again. Just out of curiosity, I searched the comics podcast, and a recognizable name popped up around comics. I couldn't believe you guys were still at it. I've been working. Oh. Away. <laughs> you 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 miss you missed some you missed away it. time, Matt. Fine. <laughs> yep. Yep. Every every week, like clockwork, fifteen years, bud. <laughs> Uh, I've been working my way back through your stuff and I'm loving it all. The pulp recommendation was fantastic, by the way. Mm. You guys also introduced me to TKO. I was a bit apprehensive about ordering some of their books because of international shipping costs, but I took the chance. Hopefully, they'll be arriving soon. Uh, and Trucker Comics. <laughs> trucker Comics. I saw I some Trucker the- stuff that we got to talk about next week. It's it's. I think they stole our idea. Oh, those bastards. Yeah. Uh, I too. They took. Uh, oh, no. There's a new. There is a new s- serial killer trucker series coming to like ABC or something like that. I shit, shit you not. I shit, shit. you not. Uh, We're trendsetters. Uh, well, technically, 
Technically, we're not, but we just talked about it. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I also had a question maybe you could talk about in the podcast. Mm -hmm. I went into my LCS yesterday with the intention of only getting one hardcover. But, Mm -hmm. of course, I started browsing around and noticed some other stuff I'd uh, I'd not heard about. I saw Cruel Summer by Brubaker and Phillips and the Royal City... Oh, and Royal City by Lemire. I've gotten to the point, both Brubaker and Lemire, that if I see something from them, I just grab it without questioning it. I will never be disappointed. So I was wondering, who are some writers that guys will always automatically buy a book from outside of the obvious writers like mine? Would especially love love to hear about some writers that have been really doing well over the last five or six years since I'm so unfamiliar with those comics. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I also wanted to write in just to say that I appreciate all the stuff you guys do. I know when I first started out in the hobby, your recommendations definitely put me on the path of some excellent comics that shaped my appreciation for the hobby. I hope all of you and your families are keeping well during these crazy times. Sincerely, Matt C. That's awesome. That's a great email. It's the best email we've had since the relaunch. Yeah. Dare I say. That's yeah. awesome. Um, one, one guy who I actually have not read, but I, I, keep, getting, I, I keep getting recommendations on. No, uh, re- more more recent, and it's probably a blind spot of mine, is uh, Donny Cates. Donny Cates. I like Donny Cates. Uh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't love his Marvel stuff so much. Well, some of it's okay, but I, like, mm-hmm. I really like his independent stuff that he's done. Yeah, Donny um, Cates keeps getting recommended to me, so I'm going to have to... Um, seek some of that. What what's his what's his independent stuff? Uh, Redneck is a vampire book that he did. Okay. Good. Um, oh, what's the one? I have heard that people like his Thor. Which I'm like coming off of Jason Aaron. That's uh, yeah. well, he's yeah. been good. He he's yeah. been, he's a very um, visceral writer. Okay. Uh, his cool. stuff is very powerful and like he he writes like. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it really cerebral stuff necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I just think it's he's more about like big bang badass. Yeah, well, it's like know. Mark Miller. It's not as I, yeah. I don't yeah. see yeah. his yeah. stuff as cerebral, but it's incredibly entertaining. Yes, and I think I think Kate's kind of fits that mold. Certainly, he he did a. There's another book he did that I really loved. I think it was just a four issue series. It's it's like. Uh, what the hell is it called? Oh, uh, I can't think of the name of it. It's something about a god or like la- it's not last god because that's a different. Book. Um, damn it! I can't think of the la- the the. Oh, what is it called? I'm gonna look it up just because I really want to know. His cosmic ghostwriter stuff is pretty good from Marvel. Um. Let me see here. What did he do? Yeah. I don't know. Tom, what's uh, this guy you or gal? Uh, you know, I'm pretty basic. <laughs> I like Tom King. I mean, it's yeah. not a secret one, but that's... Tom King in the last five years. Yeah, Tom's yeah. Tom's got to be on that list. Let's give it God a shot. Country. Hmm? God Country? Oh, the- yeah. I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Tom King also always works with great artists too. So it's yes. always like that you know, it's doesn't hurt. Be, it's gonna look fucking tight. <laughs> it's always worth reading. I've liked some things better than others, but I've mm-hmm. uh, yeah. never been 
a board of anything. So I think for Sal, you'd probably pick up anything that Al Ewing writes right now. I, yeah, Al, I think Al Ewing is, is definitely a guy. I think um, after his Wonder Woman Dead Earth, Daniel Warren Thompson, I think. Uh, I finally finished that. So good, man. <laughs> It's yeah. so good. It's to the point that when they come out with a hardcover of that, I may have to double dip. It was, I I will reread that story several times. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, Tom. I like the, the the you know the weatherman um, makes from on the art side. I'm always going to seek out anything that Nathan Fox does. Yeah, for sure. Um. If we're talking young guns, you know, that kind of stuff, even though Nathan's been around for a day or two. But I think a guy that's probably uh, underappreciated out there because this stuff is awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know who else yet. I mean, there's some there's some young dudes that I think are doing some pretty good stuff, but, you know, I don't know... Um, uh, well, Tinian, I think, not that he's young, I don't know how old he is, but uh, I think he does some really good stuff. I think um, he's got a series at Boom called Something is Killing the Children that's pretty good. He's got mm-hmm. um, that book that I just talked about today. Uh, I think his run on Detective Comics was really good. I think he's mm-hmm. he's probably one of those guys that's like on the precipice. Uh, oh, um, did I saw today uh, uh old friend uh, who's getting ready to do his first uh, Marvel work. And we saw there's a, a new Immortal Iron Fist miniseries coming out, drawn oh, by uh, one Mr. Uh, uh, Dave Wachter. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Oh, good for Dave. Yep. That's super, cool. Super happy. Super That's thrilled awesome. for him. Dave is a uh, he's, uh, he's a curmudgeon fucker, but, you know, you got to yeah, love he is. Yep. Yep. Although ever since he's been, uh, you know, married, he's he's kind of, you know, he's lost the curmudgeon. curmudgeon a little bit. Yeah. He's a little too fucking happy, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. No, yeah. good for him. That's awesome. We need to we need to tear him down now. Yeah. We need to t- steal some of that joy from his life. You're right. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think yeah, he said I, with COVID, it was they were ready to announce it like five months ago, and they said they've been oh, sitting really? on it. Yeah. yeah. I think he's all done with it too. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a few. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I think. Um, I like Tom Taylor. He's a guy that's been he's been doing stuff for a while, uh, but I think he's kind of getting more and more mm-hmm. uh, mainstream stuff now. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a ton, tons of good, good. Yeah, there's always, always new talent out there. That's part of the, part of the, 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 the grind of the industry. So it's, uh, yeah. I hear this Garth Ennis guy is pretty good. <laughs> Alan Moore. <laughs> I'll tell you that a guy that I used to not really be a fan of, mm-hmm. who I have become a fan of his work. I think he's really turned into a, a quite a good writer. Is Chip Zdarsky? Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know that I was really much of a fan of his stuff early on, but I think he's he's sort of evolved as a writer, and I, mm-hmm. I like a lot of his stuff that he's done over the last few years. Nice, 
Yeah, it's weird because, like, you know, that was kind of the bread and butter of, of AC back in, like, you know, 06, you know, 08, 09, um, because they were the interviews that we could get, <laughs> quite honestly, were the, were the guys, that honest, honestly, they were the guys that were coming up and needing to, you know, pimp their work, and, you know, the Remenders and Jason Aaron and um, Fraction and Cullen Bunn and, you know, all of those you know that that kind of era of up and coming guys, and now you look and they're kind of viewed as the you know almost veterans of the industry now. And so it's like you know yeah, so it's easy for me to say oh yeah, I'll pick up anything that like Jeff Lemire writes, it's going to be good, or this Brubaker guy, and uh, and so I mean those are still the the folks that I seek out, and they're still producing work. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there's probably a little bit of a blind spot for me for. For some of the, the the newer creators, so I got to check out. You know, definitely, Kate's is the one that that keeps getting uh, uh, suggested to me. Uh, I do have another email. Mm-hmm. This one's not really a a listener email necessarily, but I thought the information in it was kind of funny. Okay, interesting. Uh, this is from uh, Carlos, and he said, "Hey, how's it going? Hope all is well." I have some cool information that might interest you. <laughs> yeah. Lay it po- on me, Carlos. <laughs> Your podcast around comics, the comic book show has good performance in some rankings. We are position 121 in the category books in Spain, position 142 in the category books in Portugal. Wow. In the category books in the Netherlands and position 180 in the category arts in Australia. Yes. <laughs> We're, moving up. We're moving up. We're moving up boys. <laughs> It's a it, it was a sale, you know, like a some sure, service. Sure. Okay. Thank I just you. thought that was gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess we're doing okay in Spain and Portugal. Thank nice. you. So, Portugal, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Hello, yeah. Portugal. Hello, Portugal. Hello, Spain. <laughs> let's get it. let's get up. Hit subscribe. <laughs> comments <laughs> comments below. Tell your Portuguese friends. Yeah, yeah please What's, subscribe. Which speaking of, there's there's lots of we'll 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 do the last bit of business here. There's lots of ways to uh, to listen or watch. We uh, uh, this is a, a video podcast, but uh, we also release this as an audio show. So you can uh, watch this usually weekly about uh, eight o'clock. Uh, Central Standard Time on uh, on YouTube and uh, Periscope and Facebook and all that, and then it's uh, released for all your regular podcast catchers. You can uh, email the show just like those two folks did. You can tell us how we're doing in such countries as like you know Bolivia, um, maybe yeah. Turkey, um, you know. <laughs> Belarus. Belarus. Yes, Libya. Uh, you can email us at info at aroundcomics.com. Uh, you can hit us up on the Twitters at, uh, at aroundcomics. Uh, still no TikTok? No, yeah. Still no TikTok. Okay. All right. No. Um, we're working on it. We'll get there. TikTok, you got to do it. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there at some point. Uh, we got swag. You want to put the, the t shirt on Tom? Uh, I'd love to. Let's see. There we go. Oh, so, yeah. Go to go to aroundcomics.com uh, forward slash shop, and uh, you can get a, uh, a wonderful around comics paper and pencil and pen and ink shirt. So what that says? It it is okay. Well, there you go. Pencils and pen. And uh, uh, around comics, uh, coffee mug, any of that stuff that would that would help us out. Uh, yeah. So that's that's what I got. Um, love to hear from you. 
chime in during the live broadcast, shoot us emails, talk with us, send us recommendations. Tell us who, who your can't miss creators are right now. I'd love to you you return the favor. You tell us certified can't miss. Yeah. Boom. Give us recommendations. Hot. I want to hear them. I want your hot takes. All right. Yeah. So, so, so get your hot takes in by Sunday. Yeah. That's the next well, time we record. We're going to be talking about Batman, uh, White Knight, our bookish of the monthish. I kind of like Tuesday nights, though. I, I've, I'm fine with Tuesday. I don't curl on Tuesdays. That's fine. Tell us what the difference between the three Jokers are. Please. Can you break it down for me? Please. <laughs> Please. What? Which one did they kill? Yeah. yeah. Someone tell Scott Snyder, I apologize. I thought, yeah. I thought you wrote the three Jokers. <laughs> It's like, man, Scott's really lost a step here. All right. What is happening? Well, well, we'll be talking about that on Sunday or Tuesday or whatever night we decide to record. And uh, in in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics.